Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 159, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And my name is Anne-Marie Cross, your host, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, as women... We have to remember that our emotions are always changing. If we don't anchor our faith in how we feel, we anchor our faith in Jesus and the unchanging Word of God. Joining me on today's show is Danielle Richardson. Danielle is a wife and a mother of two beautiful children. She has a Bachelor's of Arts degree in Mass Communications and in 2015, she started The Lighting Gale, which is a ministry focusing on encouraging and empowering the imperfect women in the perfect love of Christ. Now, Danielle blogs and she hosts a monthly podcast and she loves designing worship music, the color pink. She loves sweet tea, sunshine and meeting new people. Danielle and her family live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, on today's show, Danielle is going to share that her family is her first ministry. She's going to talk about being obedient to Jesus is the only way that she has seen significant growth in her life. And she's also going to talk about in times past, she's competed with other women and she's tried to copy what they were doing because she was afraid that the resources and opportunities, well, they were limited for her. And she's come to realize that in Christ, there is no limit in how Jesus can use her for his glory. And I'm sure that's a great message for us today as well. Welcome to the show, Danielle. So much for having me. I'm so so excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, look, you are so very welcome, and we love to to speak with other women and men from across all countries. Uh, really, where which is common, our language may not be the the common thing, or our country where we reside, but one common thing is the love of Christ, and that we are all mm. His children. And share with everyone. I'd just love to give everyone an opportunity to share what led them down the path to creating, whether they're working in in business or their ministry, what was it that guided you? Well, it was really a desire to want to just not be focused on myself. I can just be honest and say that I can be very selfish. I can tend to be me-minded, but I just realized that the struggles that I go through and the things that the challenges that I've had to overcome that other women may be going through the exact same thing. And mm-hmm. instead of isolating myself from 
you know, the world and keeping my testimony to myself and keeping my struggles to myself. I just really wanted to let God lead me to encouraging other women who may be struggling with the same things that we don't have to wallow in our struggles and we don't have to wallow in our sin, but that through Christ that we can get up and that we're victorious and that we're mighty through, through him. Mm. So that's really kind of what's been guiding me. And I've, you know, fallen short of that, but you know, God's grace has just helped me get up again and just really walk that walk that he wants me to to walk. And I just want to encourage others in that as well. It's interesting, uh, the previous guest uh, to this, and that was show 155, uh, we were talking about a similar topic in that, you know, with, with women, many of us, Uh, can often compare ourselves to what other women are doing. We can feel that our gifts and our strengths are not enough and really place our self-worth and value on what the world says we are or who we are and success and significance, whatever that may be for each and every person. So it's wonderful to speak with you today, particularly saying, you know, your family is your first ministry. How often we forget that different seasons in our life and where we're at, if we've got young children, that really is our focus, if you will, on that season because we are shaping the next generation in our children. To speak Absolutely. more, your family's your first ministry. Insights, what insights do you have for us? Well, I can just say that having a husband and a family has completely changed my life for the better mm-hmm. because, like I said, by myself, I tend to be very me focused and I want to get things done and I however I want to get it done I'm going to get it done no matter what but with the family God is just showing me he's he's anchoring me a little bit more he's showing me how to be less self-centered and it's awesome because I realize like you said that I am able to pour into the next generation I'm able to encourage our son our daughter to be strong men and women of God and I'll be honest and say when I had Elijah which is our firstborn he's going to be four in September I struggled with being a mom. I struggled with the idea of, oh man, you know, is this all I'm going to be able to do? And, you know, is there more for me? And, you know, I started to compare my life to other people's lives. Like I'm getting older. Am I going to be able to do this, that, and the third? And God had to really check me and say, you know what? I've blessed you with a child. Mm -hmm. You know, I've blessed you with children. That's something that some people aren't able to have. Some people don't have the experience of having to be, of being a wife and a mother. Mm -hmm but I've blessed you with that, you know, learn to be grateful and content with what I've given you and what the the doors that I want to open and will open for you will only come when you've learned how to submit yourself in this particular season that I have you in. Mm -hmm. And that has been what's happened. Like the moment I've been like, you know what, Lord, it's not about me in this season. It's about you know, my family, it's about my husband and it's about encouraging him and his vision and mm-hmm. the things God has him to do. And it's encouraging him to, you know, stand up strong in the Lord and to um, encourage our son and daughter and just kind of cultivate our home of, of ha- being a home of grace mm-hmm. and of peace and of love and just not selfishness. And I think that's why I've, that's been my stumbling block is mm-hmm. just thinking, that, oh, I got to get here. I got to get there. And no matter how I'm going to do it, whoever gets in my way, they're just, you know, they better watch out. But God Mm. is like, you're not going to get very far and you're not really going to get anywhere doing that. So once I've learned how to just rest and, you know, love my family and just really let God settle my heart and just give me a heart of contentment, he has done so much. He has opened so many doors, Mm. so many opportunities that may not even be outward opportunities, 
outward things, but things in my heart, like peace, joy, you know, just the fruit of the spirit has really just, it's cultivated when I'm really submitted and settled to what God has me to do in his word. Yeah. So So powerful. I think, uh, you know, as you're sharing that, um, it's, it's so interesting how the Lord works because just this morning I dove into some scripture and recognizing the impact that women have in their family and ultimately uh, not just their family unit. And I don't say that minimizing it and that impact we can have on the world. And so often when we're busy chasing external factors to validate our identity and we're not Mm. focused on who Christ says we are, we forget and we don't tap into the the gifts that he's given us to be nurturers. And in fact, today I was just saying how women, we are the glue of not only our family, but I think society. Somewhere, and I can't remember who it was, I read that women, I think, are God's secret weapons. Because I think when once we recognize that, we can show up more fully with our families, with our husbands, and then as we our children get older, we can then contribute whatever way, whether it be the work or, or, or business, because right. we're often looking, and here, I'd love you to speak a bit more about this, because you, you, you did say this, as you started to lean in more with, him you you were shaping it allowed jesus to shape your character because so often i think we are looking for who we are and we search in the external world uh, and external factors where actually our identity is in christ share more about this because you said you know you started to feel far more content he was shaping your character and you the the doors that have just opened both internally and also I'd imagine externally share more about this because this can be difficult for many women to come to terms with to go you know what where I am right now is where I need to be because we've got our vision we can do you know we can do lots of things but just because we can doesn't mean it's in the best interest (laughs) to do that yes yes (laughs) you hit the nail on the head I'm gonna say I will I'm definitely a quote unquote go getter. Like I'm somebody who, if I put my mind to it, I will do it. I will get it done. You know, whatever, whoever's in my way, I'm like, forget about it. I'm going to get this done. But Mm. I realized that I'm tired. I'm drained. I'm stressed. Mm. You know, I'm, I don't have the energy to, when I get to that place, really be productive or fruitful in it because the way I went about it wasn't the way God wanted me to go about it. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to read, um, just a really quick scripture that that God has been really challenging me with, because also as women in this society, with the whole comparison, is we compare how we look and how somebody else looks, whether it's outwardly or inwardly. Okay, they're doing this, that, and the third. I'm doing this, that, and the third. And how we compare to each other and who's better, and you know, jockeying for position and clout mm-hmm. and all of that. But God really has just been challenging me with this. And it says, wives, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, this is, I'm sorry, 1 Peter 3. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. Mm. So I like to talk a lot. And most women do. We like to talk. We like to chat, gossip, all these things. But God is teaching us some and just me particularly, and maybe others, and just through his word that we can bless our husbands. And if you're not married, people at your job, mm-hmm. people in your sphere of influence without words. Like mm-hmm. if we have a life surrender to Christ that we're living privately, when we get before people, 
we don't always have to, you know, be loud and prove ourselves and, you know, step on this person and that person and get what we're supposed to be. But just by living our lives that that blesses other people and that our adornment shouldn't merely be outward, arranging our hair, wearing gold or putting on fine apparel. It should be the hidden person of the heart with an incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Mm. And I am, I will not classify myself as quiet. <laughs> I'm not quiet. <laughs> like, I want to speak my mind. I want to make mm. it loud. I want to do all these things. But the Lord is like, you know what? If you trust me, mm. if you can just let your life speak and not always have to prove yourself, Mm -hmm. If you can let the inner beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit overshadow you and let me do the work in you, mm -hmm. because even if the world doesn't consider that precious, I do. And yeah. if I consider that precious, be confident in that. And so that you're not going out trying to fill yourself with these things that you shouldn't do. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like your uh, identity shouldn't be in what people yes. think of you, yeah. but it should be in the fact that I delight and I value, I value you. Mm. So I, it's just learning not to speak all the time, just being discerning mm -hmm. and just letting the inner beauty of what God is doing in our hearts privately really take the take the forefront. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That oh, you are speaking my language because if I look back a decade or even maybe two decades, um, as I was developing and, you know, he was shaping my character, absolutely. If something triggered me um, and means something just wasn't right or whatever, I would speak into, into that. And I think often yeah. we do do that. When someone says something and, and we are triggered, often it's because there's a lesson or something in us that's not fulfilled and the enemy uses that as a way to trigger. And how we react and respond is definitely going to either speak the love and truth of Jesus or in some instances not. And so what I tend to do now is, is tend to step back a little bit and say hmm is this coming from me is this something that I need to to pray about or is it someone else that is, is struggling because often that people right. will say things people will react in a certain way now whilst we certainly can't control what they do say or how they react we can certainly control how it allows us um, to feel or how it impacts us and we can speak uh, a kind word or, or our actions yes. can open the door to possibility of them helping them heal or having an outcome which is going to be honoring to Christ and as you read that I, I have to be fully transparent and in there that, that this is one of the reasons why I'm diving into that because this whole submissive thing I struggle with that um, in fact it's I think hard. if I were if I went and was redoing our vows I reckon I would say to my husband we'd be married thank God you know thanks for to God for about 28 years it, mate, I would not be saying obey again in, in my in my vows, for sure, because I'd be keeping my fingers crossed. But here's the thing. I think that the enemy completely, uh, number one, um, distorts that because from a human perspective, absolutely, that whole control and power, that's not what God is saying. It's more from that right. loving, giving, sharing, caring, protection. You know, Christ is the head of the church. He protects her. He gave his own life for her. And yes. I think when you combine that with our identity and we're struggling to find out who we are uh, in, in conjunction or in combination with the, the, you know, the enemy kind of poking where we know that we need to grow, there can be opportunities where we can just, um, yeah, not really act as Christ would want us to. Share yes. a little bit more around this, I think, because 
as women, as I said, when we are often clouded or we, we don't feel enough because we're looking at what other women are doing and social media I think sometimes can make that even worse when we're looking exactly. at these young you know well I say young mothers but mothers and their babies look beautiful clean clothes and their kitchens look fantastic and ours we kind of look oh we've got a pile of washing tea. <laughs> how do yes. we deal with that what are some things that you've done to, to oh, really gosh. help you through this you know social media is I have such a love-hate relationship with it. Mm. And first I want to talk about what you said about the um, submitting thing and how yeah. the enemy distorts that and through mm. social media first. But um, like with this whole culture nowadays, there's a very heavy women empowerment going on right now mm. in our society. Very, and I think it's important. I think it's important for women to be, to have uh, their voices heard, mm -hmm. stand up for themselves. I believe that. And so, but I think at the same time, we as Christians, as women have to know how to be discerning with how we receive that. Because mm -hmm. if we take it on completely with like not looking at it through the lens of Christ, then we can start to feel like, okay, this whole submission thing is not going to work. Like he needs to mm -hmm. listen to me. Like I'm, I have the answers. I have the right idea, you know? forget God's order. And mm. when we throw out God's order, that's causing, that will cause chaos. Like mm. that is a chaotic environment and God does not desire that. And the enemy, like you said, has a tendency to distort it in just a little way yes. to where it'll want to, it, it influences our um, just insecurities and it mm. makes us want to cast off that instead of embracing it and really thinking, okay, Lord, in the midst of this culture, in the midst of the world, how do you want me to see what submission looks like? How do you want me to see how it honor and pleases you? How do you want me to operate in that in a way that preaches to my husband? Because mm. doing these things and, you know, the idea of submitting and the idea of loving, and it's not, no, you know, not, we're not a doormat and we're not like, okay, mm -hmm. well, whatever. But it's a way that we are able to really based on what I just read, just without words, like if our husband needs to be won over, we can by doing what God says. Yeah. And so I just think it's difficult in with social media. And I'll just go back to that because it is a highlight reel. I mean, mm -hmm. it just is, mm -hmm. you know, nobody's life is that perfect. Yes. And I was speaking to a sister and I was saying, you know, I don't think God created us to see somebody's highlight reel, other people's highlight reels 24 mm. hours a day, mm. seven days a week. Like we were not wired to just constantly see that all the time. But if, if we're using it as a, as a ministry and as a tool, we do need to learn how to step back and be yeah. like, you know what, Lord, this is a false reality because nobody's life is this perfect. Mm. My life is not, my life isn't as perfect as my Instagram feed. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I just think when we yeah. just take a step back and be like, you know what, Lord, show me what you like pour into me mm -hmm. because I just know I have a tendency of when I'm on social media a lot, you know, I let people's views and ideas and words and pictures just become part of me when I should be letting God's word become a part of me. And that's mm -hmm. a terrible combination. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it makes so me not true. want God because yeah. I'm, feasting off of the world's ideas mm. and it might be good stuff it might even be christians that are telling me this stuff but if i'm going to social media for my feast and for mm. my sustenance instead of going to god's word 
it's a mess. Yeah. I mean, it's it's literally a mess. Yeah. So, or if we're I, I validated by the amount of likes that we're getting true. and comments rather than reading the Bible and God saying, I love you and died for you. If we get more validation than the external, than from the word, then that needs to to be uh, certainly looked at. I think everything that you're saying is so, so true. And even, uh, you know, getting back to the submission, um, I think even in other parts of the Bible, I can't quite quote them, but, um, you know, even men, uh, the the word submit, I think we've just gotten a whole misunderstanding around that. I think men and women both have um, different gifts, different strengths that God has blended in us. And when united together, we, and, and of course centered on Christ, can um, not be shaken then, can we? Because then the enemy doesn't have the ability to um, continue to show us our uh, the things that we're struggling with or, you know, an identity that we're less than, and, and I think which is so true because often then if we're not able to, and this is something I want to pick up on, when we are stretched so thin, our energy, no matter what we're focusing on, whether it be our children, whether it be our business, whether it be our friends, we are exhausted and we're not able to give our best to whatever relationship that we are in and what we're focusing on. What do you do now to nourish? Of course, read the Bible and spend time with, with him, but what intentional things have come out of that now that you know I need to put this in my day and in my week because if I don't I can really feel that I'm stretched too thin you know what it's simply resting Mm. like simply not doing anything literally Saturday which was I think your well Sunday yeah so well Saturday the weekend (laughs) for us um I I can I always have things I can do. I can be washing clothes, I can be doing this, that, the third, I can be getting, you know, figuring things out, organizing things, working on my blog, whatever. I can always find something to do. Mm-hmm. But me and my husband were like, "You know what? We're not going to do anything today." And we didn't. We yeah. rested from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. And it felt weird at first. I was like, I need to be doing something. But the Holy Spirit was like, Danielle, rest. Like, you need to learn how to rest. And oftentimes, and I think I can think of John 10 and 10 where it says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give life and life more abundantly. And sometimes I think we think of abundant life meaning, oh, we're going to do this and do that and do these big things. But sometimes abundant life is just resting, mm-hmm. just allowing God's peace to just, just rest in the peace of God. I mean, we have things to do. We don't want to, we're not going to be lazy and we're not mm-hmm. going to neglect what we need to get done. But there are some seasons where we just have to rest. Yeah, you know what I mean? So God true. rested. When he finished creating the world, he rested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, I did all this work and I'm going to rest. And I think he put that in the word to remind us that it is okay to take some time to rest because. Mm-hmm. We're going to be working. We're going to be doing things for the kingdom of God. We're going to be impacting people. We're going to be putting our hands to things. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to be working our, you know, nine to fives or moms are going to be doing things from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. And, but he put that in there so I, to remind us that we can rest. So I think in being intentional about resting, especially when you're a doer like me, I am a doer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It, being intentional about stopping and just, resting is mm-hmm. so important and, and I've learned it's it's helped me 
tremendously. It's yeah. something I'm still learning, but it has helped me. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that. It's an important uh, insight for all of us. And I think, again, if we look at what's often shared in social media, you know, hustle, hustle, stop to your drop, well, don't stop to your drop. And it actually flies against everything that God says. And he said, you know, he, he wants us to be still and uh, really, really leaning in into his word as well. And I think often the enemy can help us or can cause us, if you will, to feel guilty. Yeah. And then that kind of defeats the whole purpose when you're trying to rest. It's like, all right, give, you know. I remember years ago, a colleague of mine said, just sit and breathe. I go, yeah, all right. She said, your shoulders are so tense. And, right. it, and it takes practice. As you say, intention, yeah. it's so important. In fact, one of my daughters, the eldest one, she said, mum, she, she messaged me on Facebook. She said, I just have to tell, to sell, tell someone. She said, because I feel a bit guilty doing it, not sharing. She says, I have to have a nap. She's got, got her own business too, which is just thriving. I said, honey, take a nap, make it a long one. And I said, you need it. It is an action step. Um, so take that nap because if we don't, again, we can, and, and, and I think even um, statistic has shared, um, has also confirmed what we know to be true, that you can be far more productive in a shorter amount of time if the energy level that you have is, is, is at a level that you really can work on. And let's face yeah. it, we have a, a God who has everything planned out for us anyway and can clear our paths. So we could probably spend 24 hours working on something which he can yes. not even spend five minutes on and just think it is done. So why right. are we struggling uh, to, mm. uh, to, to do all that? Danielle, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. Yes. This is just, we've only just covered the surface, I am sure. This is a, a topic which is one that um, is so important. How can people find out more about the work that you do, um, your ministry? How can they connect with you? What's the best way? Okay, um, yes. Well, I'm on Facebook. If you do put in your URL, you know, search engine, you type www.facebook.com slash blog. I'm on Instagram at Lightingale Blog and Twitter at Lightingale Blog. And my website is thelightingaleblog.com. Mm. So there you'll find everything you need to know. Fantastic. Love that. <laughs> so, and yes. of course, we'll put all of the contact details for Danielle on our website, our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE159. Uh, Danielle, one of the things I'm doing for all of my guests, I'd be honoured to do this for you as well, is to uh, just finish the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Yes, please. Thank okay. you. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Danielle today and just be reminded of how important it is to rest, to reinvigorate ourselves so we're not stretching ourselves so thin and to really be reminded who we are in you and our identity, our significance, our self-worth is not in the what the world says that we are but rather who you say we are. Father, we just want to pray for Danielle in the season in her life, the children that she is bringing up for the relationship and her, her husband. We just want to ask you to bless her family. We just want you to um, to bless the ministry that she is working in as well, that she's really being a credible role model for other women who are now in the season of their life where they're bringing up the next generation 
of God-fearing men and women. Father, we just want to uplift the work that she's doing, the message that she's sharing. Lord, there are so many of us women who are out there that need to hear this word. The enemy is telling us we're not good enough and we're stretching ourselves way too thin, whereas Mm -hmm. we just need to turn back to the word, who we are in you, so that we can, with confidence only in you, Christ, say that... um, our marriages, our children, our family are just so important and that's the season in our life that we focus on that. Father, we just want to ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming on the show and uh, having this be a message that you really are uh, standing up for. It's certainly been one, as I said, I, I speak to a lot of men and women And what I see and observe, I I think this is uh, such a powerful one. And I think once women, we release all of what we spoke about today and who we think that we need to be, but rather focus on who Christ says we are and who we are in him, that is when we can really see him work in our lives. And as you said, when you've been obedient to Jesus, that's when you've seen significant growth uh, in our life. When he becomes the um the focus and i love that verse and i can't remember where it was from but around you know delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the pleasures of your heart i think i um and it's so true and it it, we recognize that it's actually knows what what pleasures us and you know what our gifts and what our the meaning and our stands for are we just need to make sure that where we are getting our our living water from that has to be the right place so thank you so much for coming on the show yes it's been a pleasure thank you so much again for having me miss Marie. i I really really appreciate it you're doing an amazing work as well and i'm just so honored to be able to you know learn from you and talk to you and even though you know we're hundreds of miles away Mm -hmm. from each other we're able to have a conversation and you know that we both want god's glory to Mm -hmm. god to get the glory so Thank you for having me. Oh, you're my pleasure. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.